0: Welcome back to our One Wild and Precious Lives. Today, you're going to meet my friend and partner in podcasting crime, Peter. Hi, Peter.
1: Hi, Chrissy. How are you? Hello, everybody.
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing not too bad, enjoying the sunshine in lovely Panachea, Guatemala.
0: Nice. Yeah, here, it's a little cloudy today in Guanajuato, Mexico. We just started the rainy season a little later than usual. But it's really nice because we had a couple of really warm weeks, so I'm enjoying it.
1: Very good. And uh, have you been out with your dogs today?
0: Yes, but just a little bit. had a couple of things to do, and the other day, I don't know, I got some mystery knee pain, so I'm taking it slow for a few really days.
1: Good. I actually got myself a knee brace this week. Lucky, yeah. lucky to find it, because with three, four, five dogs, however many, pulling me around, um, yep. you have to look after your. You have to look after your body, as Elvira says. My Mia esposa, my girlfriend, says you have, you have to listen to your body.
0: Well, she would be very right there. That's actually a really good intro. So, what do you do when you say you have three or four dogs tied to yourself? Well,
1: I walk dogs. I have a collection of dogs that I walk. I have an everyday, everyday dog, Bruno, um, a Doberman Pinscher, um, a strong boy who. Uh, mm-hmm. My issue with him is just it's the pulling, pulling, pulling. But he's 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 getting there. Um, and I have a, a German Shepherd and a street dog, Nina and Tintin, that I take Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And I have various other dogs around the barrio that I will look after. Um. When people go to Guatemala City, for example, they'll have a,
0: oh, nice. a
1: free weekend and I've got dogs do that. Or longer trips. I've got a, a dog coming for 10 days um, on the 9th. She's nice. lovely. We just, we, we look after dogs. We, I walk dogs and we we just enjoy enjoy the dogs in, in the town.
0: So you've got a dog walking and dog sitting or dog, walking, dog, dog sitting for business. So dog
1: speaking. vacationing exactly i'm doggy doggy pete around town for any mm-hmm. any any of your dog requirements you can look me up on facebook peter mcgarry <laughs> or contact me at peter mcgarry at i don't know what is it peter from belfast at gmail.com so we do uh, whatever whatever we can and um, my girlfriend has a business um they'll be art shop that, that keeps the afternoons busy and we sell mugs and bags and the articles of clothing and um, we send them all over Guatemala and Guatemala City mostly.
0: And she does the designs doing. herself, right? Yeah,
1: she does all the designs, yeah, she's an artist and graphic designer um, and uh, she has another job at the minute that's, that's keeping her away from the art shop a little but uh, it's something that's kept us going through the pandemic yeah. and it's just a, a beautiful to have a creative outlet. Um, yeah, but the, the dogs are have been keeping us busy as well. And um, she helps out a lot because whenever we have a dogs for the weekend or dog for ten days in the house, um, it's definitely a, a joint effort.
0: So um, they they usually stay with you, or do you sometimes stay at their place?
1: No, they always would come here, and we've got a very big garden with sort of three different gardens, and the house is is sort of an open dog house. So I we're see. well. Um, to have. We could have more than two, one at a time, but with our little Chihuahua uh, La Enana, she yeah. likes to. She controls the. Control <laughs> I wonder where she is. She controls the, the house from upstairs, and she doesn't like yeah. to have any more than one guest at a time. So we try to uh, we try to listen to La Enana, the queen. But,
0: <laughs> but one um, guest is acceptable according to her.
1: One guest is acceptable as long as they're not cats, because the amount yeah. of acceptable cats is zero.
0: I we understand. Have,
1: we have an ongoing uh, ongoing war with the cats, but we're in peacetime and we're, I'm picking her up and I'm bringing her over to the cats while they're eating. And I try to say that she's getting better, but uh, Elvira thinks otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> she would like but to But she's eat... adorable. She's would adorable. Would she you like to eat the I...
0: cats or is she scared of the cats? What's her oh, opinion no. about cats?
1: Her opinion is they are an enemy and uh-huh. they are to be attacked oh, on site, yeah. And not just attacked on site. they are to be thought about at all times. Oh. And <laughs> she has to check where they are. Um, but as I said, she's getting better. I think she's getting better. Yeah. She's so funny when she's angry. This is the problem. She, you can't take her. She has no sense of humour about herself. I My previous dog, Leo, was a German, or a German, an English pointer. My love of my life. I, I have to not think about him um, too much because, because it's too painful. He was the opposite of being a funny dog and he knew he was funny and everybody, and it was laugh, laugh, laugh. La nana the Chihuahua is blissfully unaware of her status <laughs> as a hilarious dog. <laughs> but but I love her
0: <laughs> is she smaller than the cats or is she the same oh size she's smaller
1: the than the cats for sure <laughs> and the cats are our cats are healthy and they're hunters <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't got a warning swipe from them but you no know, she she is on on and seek and destroy unfortunately at the minute but the, the cats are well uh used to her so they they have their little hiding spots it's it's over very quickly
0: and they probably don't take her very seriously
1: No, they have derisory derisory glances only.
0: (laughs) So you just mentioned Leo, and Leo is the reason we met in the first place. Indeed, Um, it
1: was from your walking tours in Antigua.
0: Yeah, so that was a few years ago when I still lived in Guatemala. I don't know how many years, because I've just completely lost track of time since the pandemic. It's
1: got to be six years ago. Because Leo was, it was the first walks that he went on with other dogs ever wow and maybe maybe he was two and that wouldn't that would make it five years ago
0: that's still such a long time that's crazy
1: isn't it the pandemic just took a big chunk out of out of time
0: it totally did and i guess maybe it's not even i'm not sure maybe it's not even the pandemic but it's like it's either the the pandemic or it's getting older that makes time go faster or it's just that i'm that i've been mostly working from home i'm not sure it's one of those or the combination but Really, anytime I I look at the calendar, like three years have gone by.
1: You're shocked, <laughs> but then you but then you've been changing countries as well, and I right. think that you you take a few weeks or months to get used to a new place, and that doesn't really sort of count in your brain as time passed.
0: That's true. Oh, and you know what? I'm in a different time zone now. <laughs> that's You're why. That's years, why but... I'm. That's why I'm suddenly five years ahead.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go.
0: Yeah, a couple of years ago, I used to live in Antigua in Guatemala, and um, I had an in-person pet dog training business. And among other things, I ran, I think, once a month at Finca El Pilar. Um, I did social walks for people and their dogs, and we'd go on a hike together, and people would ask questions about dog training, beautiful or surroundings, just hang out and talk yeah enjoy the jungly settings some people uh, who would come on those box were my former clients or my current clients some of them were new people so i've Published it in local Facebook groups. Yeah, it was really it was really fun because I met a bunch of interesting people that way. You are one of those people, and the reason that you and Leo stood out to me, I think, is there's like sometimes I see a dog and human team, and there's something different about their relationship. Which just seems mm-hmm. like it's not just a pet that's walking next to the person, or it's not just like the person is being an anchor tied to a dog, and the dog would actually rather do their own thing but it feels like they're partners that always stands very, out to me and was... they really like it. Then I want to be friends with that person and that dog. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and <then> the... <laughs>
1: I mean, well, he was, he, he was my first ever pet. You know, mm-hmm. I was 36 whenever I got my first dog and he changed my life completely. And it was very immediate. It was it was a very special experience. And Elvira watched it happen. And she, she's she been a dog person her whole life. And she did say that it was, you know, a beautiful thing. It was intense. It was a love affair. Yeah. Um, what I've been thinking, especially with dogs after, Leo, I mean, it sounds almost a cliche that he taught me about dogs, but yeah. he really did. I mean, he the things that he would do and things, I, was, I can't remember teaching him that, yeah. you know, and but... but He knew what would work for me, and I knew the trust thing was just amazing. We had the trust, and I do feel a little sorry for my new dog, Cleo, which wasn't my idea that the dog was called Cleo. She has a hard act to follow, you know, and, you know, my second dog sort of thing. um, Not my second dog, because La Nana is my, my queen. But it's where where the connection with Leo was so natural yes. and so all sort of consuming. It's just not it, it, it's coming with with Cleo, but it's it's an interesting thing what the the love affair, me yeah. and Leo, and like you said, we were very much, and that's what I miss now is the it was Peter and Leo, Peter and yeah. Leo, Peter and Leo. Yeah. When I walked about Panachelle, people would just say Leo, Leo, you know, and the people would even hardly know my name. And people still talk about him on my walks um, now, and it's only been a couple of months since, since he's gone. Yeah. But better to have loved and lost is not the
0: as the way it goes. At all. Yeah. I, um, yeah.
1: And no, I don't know whether agree. it's a healthy thing or not, but I just try not to think about him. Yeah. I I sort of close that mental avenue a wee bit because um it makes me sad yeah and you know and, and uh, it's not fair it's not fair to remind you dogs as well you know yeah because they, they you know she's over there and she's she's gorgeous yeah, I thing can. and she's so 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 loving and she's brilliant um
0: yeah our listener so, can't you know, see her but i can she's asleep <laughs> on the couch behind peter <laughs> So my, she's, tell us about her. How did you end up with her? Well, she was,
1: she was a dog that I first looked after for a girl who lives in Panachelle, and we had her for 15 days the first time. And the second time, I think it was roughly the same amount of time, two weeks. And we had really started to, and the girl had said that she was fostering. She, uh, she had said from the start, could you look after my the dog that I'm fostering? So I knew that uh, there was a possibility. We definitely were get a new dog after Leo, and the girl asked me, and I couldn't say no. Basically, so yeah. we, we we took her, and uh, she's a great she's a great dog. You'll not be able to use any of this with the phone in the background. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I'm so I'm, I'm so shocked that it's on because this phone is, doesn't even, I don't even know the number. Wow, you should pick up. <laughs> <laughs> who
0: knows Who's it? who is it i
1: have no idea who is it has like, the number of a,
0: do you have a landline the number
1: of a, it's a landline and we That's don't crazy. give out the number to we don't give out the number to anybody and it wow
0: was... i wonder who it was i wish you had picked up
1: <laughs> well what what it probably is is we had the number for a hotel called the hotel azul and the hotel azul number is our number and they oh. no longer exist but their information is still on facebook and Google searches, uh, so we have answered, and it's the hotel zoo, hotel zoo, hotel zoo. And then we got the number changed or something. We but I'm um, so, but it's, it's typical that that phone probably hasn't rang in about two weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still, though, I mean, just to keep in mind, that would be a totally good idea for a scam. Well, let's oh, book a, a room and get their credit card information.
1: <laughs> I totally totally thought about that. Totally thought about that. So, hello, the hotel zoo, yes just before we go any further what is your credit card number <laughs> this is the first thing I need oh, or I did start I did start doing some funny ones just speaking in English and just continuing to speak in English until <laughs> until I got sort of not frustrated but um <laughs> just, anyway the Hotel Azul hopefully is not no there but KO came into our lives as it's quite a funny thing my girlfriend Elvira had a, a beautiful black Labrador that um, passed about six months ago Mm -hmm. and then my Leo went as well and we got basically the Chihuahua was sort of going to be for Elvira we got her from another client that I was walking and then she stayed with us and the client knew that we had a wee connection with her and offered her to us Mm -hmm. Um, but as it turns out the Cleo was supposed to be the replacement for Leo for me to go running around Panachea and running around the beach and Elvira and Cleo have this beautiful little connection, and me uh-huh. and the Anana are together. Aww. And so you just never, you never know what chemistry you're gonna have with which, with which dog, I suppose. Yeah. But she, the Anana, is something else. I've never, mm-hmm. I've never experienced anyone who is so on point all of the time. She is ready and <laughs> willing all, all the time. Um, and what about your two, or you two at the moment?
0: Um, I have one at the moment, and like you, I have a sad story you know, that I'm
1: yeah.
0: the, the door towards which I'm mostly keeping closed because it just makes me very sad.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I'll just tell you about Game. I can show her to you, our listener. You have to imagine her.
1: <laughs> She's sleeping next to me. Relaxing on, r- relaxing on the, on the bed and on the couch.
0: Yeah. Um, woo, I can't believe it! I, I'm, going to find out it is. I'm going to
1: find out who it is. <laughs> I knew, I knew it would be a wrong number. I mean, that's uh, so. How long do you have to listen before you have to say Did and correct them?
0: Were they looking for the? Cotel Azul or someone else?
1: They they want, which is which is good because it means whatever we have been doing with Claro. As it has worked, so that was just pure random. Wrong that means number.
0: you now have someone else's number.
1: <laughs> someone else's number. I hope they're not as posi- uh, popular as the hotel Azul, anyway. The-
0: it's really I don't understand why the hotel Azul shut its doors. When it was so popular.
1: Exactly, they were. They were twice a day. People were looking, and we have a spare bedroom here. We could have.
0: You could totally be the hotel Azul.
1: Offered them accommodation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like dogs?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Oh, maybe nobody, nobody ever got through to the hotel as soon, because they had someone else's number too.
1: They had the number, then they they had to shut down because there's no customers.
0: Yeah, there was like, they had, they hired this person who's sitting in front of the phone all day long, and the phone never rang.
1: The phone never rang, oh dear. We, we knew where it is, we knew where the hotel is
0: well so it still exists and it's, it's still
1: well it still empty. exists on it's still well it's still it still exists on paper anyway um or online and we've gone past it but we haven't gone in to sit to, to uh, so,
0: but it's a building in, and it's it's currently it's building
1: it says hotel on the outside we didn't see anyone in <laughs>
0: it's funny though i just remember a hotel like there was this empty hotel at a beach in thailand and there was this gigantic hotel in this teeny, tiny town. And they never even finished building it. But there was a reception area. You could see that that was going to be the reception. And, and it had like, I don't know how many floors. But I think they just put it in the wrong spot because nobody or wanted or to go the was, middle of nowhere or, there.
1: Or else someone was laundering their money.
0: Maybe, yeah. But it, like, it looked, that's possible too, yeah. But anyway, so if you knew where it was and you knew how to, you could like get through the hotel to what was, or used to be, or would have been the private beach that belonged to the hotel. It was the most beautiful beach I've ever been to. It was so cool. And then you had the Hello. scenery of this weird abandoned gigantic hotel behind you. It was kind of fun.
1: Someone ran out of money.
0: Yeah. Okay, but um, let me tell you about game here. So she has traveled the world together with me. She's Dutch originally. Um, when
1: did you first meet her?
0: When she was very when she was 10 weeks old. Oh really? Uh, I picked her up in Amsterdam, brought her back to Austria, and when she about when she was like six months old, we went to Thailand. So she spent six months there until she was one year old. So at that point she was trilingual, Dutch, <laughs> German, and Thai.
1: Before a year old?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then I then I moved to Guatemala and She was one of the dogs who moved there with me. And at some point in in the beginning of the pandemic, I left Guatemala for Mexico and drove to where I'm now, to Guanajuato. She was my road trip buddy there too.
1: Very good, with you every step of the way.
0: Yeah. And if some of our FTSA students are listening, you know, game from lots of my videos where she's demoing. She always gets something to do because anytime I need a student to see a certain behavior or how I train something, she gets to be the star of the video. So.
1: She's ready.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then she gets to earn herself some treats. So she's living the good life.
1: Very good. And what sort of treats is she into?
0: I'm actually mostly just using kibble these days. Because she's a very food motivated dog, and I like to train a lot. And always carry something to eat for her with me to good. reinforce random behaviors that I like when I'm walking for example or throughout the day so I just measure out her um, meal for the day in the morning and throughout the day I'll feed her parts of that and whatever is left in the evening she gets for dinner
1: very good mm. that's definitely uh I I'm gonna do with Cleo for for her walks I haven't even really taken the food out with her yet to see what she's like with food outside but she doesn't to be super food driven um Mm -hmm. and funny she eats lying down i'm not sure where she just lies down on her on her front you know she's not on her side but on the front and she sort of eats out of the bowl like that and Mm -hmm. she's always done it and you know if it works for her why not if it helps her digest i don't know um she seems she seems happy but maybe uh, she's um, doing
0: yoga while she's
1: eating well that's it and she's a because we give Leo too many treats, we know we did, and his breath wasn't great. We've just decided to go full, no treats with her, so she's not going to no. Well, say no treats, no food, no human food, mm-hmm. zero human, and it's been a lot better because she doesn't come anywhere near us whenever we're eating. And but I'm definitely going to take some food out with out with us, and because at the start she wasn't good with motorbikes. Mm. People, some people, she would take a wee jump. Now she will only jump at motorbikes that are going too fast well, or too loud. Someone
0: needs to I'm, enforce the
1: law, which I'm conflicted about because if we're mm-hmm. going down a little caye hall through 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 the barrio here, and a motorbike's going too fast, I have no problem her giving a wee a wee a, yeah. a wee bark at it. Um, I would also I, to
0: give, yeah, I agree. Yeah, as long as I have
1: them. control, and then yeah. I say to her afterwards, I said you're not bad you get a pass for that one because <laughs> he, because he was too loud so if i had a little bit of kibble with me i'm, I'm, go, I'm gonna do that i'm gonna yeah. start doing that
0: give it a try and if she doesn't um if she doesn't take kibble outside try something slightly hi- higher value yeah so because you said she's not particularly food motivated so she may just not be very kibble motivated but she may be she may be really into to cheese oh, or something go.
1: Uh, it's funny how some dogs are definitely different. I mean, Leo had no interest in food. Not the no interest in food, but remember the first time he, he was up with you in the mountain. You had ham and salami and stuff, and he wasn't yeah, just really wasn't his sort of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I remember being in the, the Italian an Italian deli in, in Antigua and the, the owner was very proud of his salami and and mm-hmm. give me a slice of it and it was beautiful. And then he offered Leo some and I oh well you know you can try and he cut him a slice of this beautiful prosciutto and (laughs) leo sat and accepted it and then promptly spat it out in front of him and he he was horrified at his good prosciutto on the floor but i don't know what that was maybe it was salty or or what it was but but my boy Leo was not food interested um, but it was a nice thing because he responded well to praise. He enjoyed nothing better yeah. than a good boy Leo.
0: Yeah
1: you know good boy Leo and a, and a tap on the head that was that was his reward.
0: Yeah just like we Man. we humans they're all different.
1: Well that's it that's it. And who doesn't like uh, a word of encouragement? Exactly. That was uh, our time in Antigua it was it was a cool yeah. time. And, Did
0: you? Is that where Leo is from originally?
1: Leo is the cousin. As a cousin of Elvira, who who's a breeder of Whamirainers and English pointers, mm-hmm. and we got Leo from him. And he had, and he fell sick about three or four years ago, and he had to give away sixteen pointers. Wow! And wow. yeah, he gave away he gave away all but one of them because he was very very ill, and. He actually was contacting us last year about using Leo as a father, uh, uh, one of the remaining dogs that he had, mm-hmm. but it, it never happened, obviously. Um, but that's, uh, he's a very respected breeder around, or, or was, he doesn't do it anymore. But uh, Paco Mendes, um, but that's where that's where Leo came from. and. Uh, yeah the last two years of his life we were at the lake and we moved to the lake from antigua on a bit of a we, we had planned on living at the lake at some stage but it, yeah. it was always a sort of distant you know maybe whenever we have a few more gray hairs we'll join the gray hairs at the lake but um <laughs> the owner the owner of the house we were renting was caught cheating is the only way to put it and was put out of his own house oh, so by he his needed wife. his second Oh. So by his wife. So he, he needed his, he needed our house at very oh. short notice. And <laughs> Elvira was looking around Antigua area, and the prices are just there. It's, it's a small town with a high demand. Yeah. And the the place that she found at the lake was just beautiful or yeah. is beautiful and was cheaper than where we were living in Hokutanango. So we sort of jumped ship, you know, together. Um and we're super super glad we did. We at the minute I don't think we would live anywhere else in Guatemala. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: And I can't imagine really moving here to anywhere else just yet because it's it's beautiful. It's a little little paradise. Little yeah. Cliche, but it, it like it's the a lake, lo- It's a lovely part. Like the, like
0: the lake. The lake is paradise, and what I can see from your house behind you looks,
1: it's
0: nice.
1: looks awesome yeah we always wanted to live in a loft house wow um, so so my... so yeah. lucky to, to to find one so it's just it's one of those ones where where you live is as important as yeah uh, as as anywhere else and with people working online i mean all of so a lot more people moving to areas like this because yeah. if you work online you can you can live in anywhere yeah Um, So
0: how did you? How did you originally? So you used to live in Belfast. Belfast Northern
1: Ireland, my home.
0: What what made you hop the ocean?
1: Well, after a prolonged stint at university, I and I'd done some traveling during that. I came to Central America, just literally picking a spot off a world atlas. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think I'd like that little trip. and on the journey from Panama to Mexico I was planning to go to Canada I got a job in a Guatemalan Irish bar oh and yes oh, and it, stayed there for
0: is it the one in Antigua the what
1: the, is it called Riley's oh
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah no, yeah <laughs> it, it was Riley's by the arch it's now it's now Riley's I'm not sure what it's called now but or where it is exactly <laughs> but um so yes I was in in guatemala for longer than i expected and then met Mm -hmm. a girl from california and moved to california and got married for seven years lived in napa valley for seven years wow which was (laughs) which was fun but not a great place for an alcoholic which (laughs) which i can proudly say i am because i haven't drank in six years but uh yes so i moved back to guatemala in 2014 and to restart my journey, so to speak, after uh, my time in California, and met the love of my life, Vera Mendez. Stay, 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 stay for, for her, and we just created a life together. And we're at the lake now, and we we couldn't imagine ourselves anywhere else for the time being. But we we will see.
0: How did you guys meet?
1: We met in a bar in Antigua, which is. <laughs> not unusual that I would have been in a bar but it was unusual for Elvira because she's not a drinker Mm -hmm. Um, and serendipitously I she was with a a friend that I had known the first time I was in Guatemala in 2005 Mm -hmm. so it was just a mutual friend and we we fell for each other very quickly and we've been together ever since seven seven years now from the world cup from the world cup final 2014
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice and Elvira is from uh she's from
1: from, she's from Guatemala City she's Ah, from from the city but then she had been in Antigua for about 15 years Mm -hmm. so she was definitely more much more you know ensconced in in Antigua and got more friends and closer to her family so it was a bigger move for her but she loves it as well now and with with a new job that uh, she's working for a Canadian NGO developing women's business collectives around the lake so she's Meeting with people all the time and meeting with community workers leaders and leaders—it's very, very cool, cool job that she's in. So and an in we're person job. yeah, in-person job at the lake. Who'd have thought? Yeah. like also yeah. she because she's working design for this NGO. A lot of it will be based from from the uh, from home as well. So it's a nice, mm-hmm. it's a nice, it's a nice mix for her. Would you um, like to
0: let us know what the NGO is called in case anyone wants to look it up?
1: It's Soko Devi Soko. Devi. How do you spell He's, that? Like, S-O-C-O-D-E-V-I. Yes. I'll, 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 I'll send okay. you the link. Co- uh, supports cooperatives and helps them to consolidate as catalysts of inclusive, inclusive, sustainable, socio-economic development. Nice. My ultimate goal to improve the living conditions of families in developing countries. So it's a cool. very, it's cool, it's a cool company. They've been going for Many years. I know that there's people who she lb is working with who've been at the scene, have been with them for 25 years. So they're. Wow, that's an exciting, it's an exciting, exciting time for us. And it's a four-year job, so we're sort of committed here for a while, which, which which is great. You know, better place to be. You were considering coming back here, Chrissy. You had considered coming back.
0: I yeah, I was strongly considering coming back. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny. Like I know that if I went back and or if at any point I moved back to Guatemala, I think I live at the lake because the place I used to have in Antigua was in a nature park in a nature park at Finca El Pila. Yeah, in the cool. mountains like in the, basically you felt like you were in the middle of nature and hummingbirds like getting lost by accidentally coming in through my kitchen window and it was really beautiful and I left it there so much and I was renting this little cabin and there's no electricity so I had my solar panels on the roof and I had sheep well I had a border collie and I my border I got sheep for my border collie he taught me about herding sheep I always wanted to learn about herding and yeah so that's what Mick and I did together but then I had to leave this place because I was renting it and when the pandemic had just started the like that whole nature park belongs to one big family and Uh well they decided they were going to make some changes and potentially build more cabins they told me they wouldn't renew my contract the way it was where I had this big space where I could use uh that I could use for the sheep And also for dog training clients and stuff. They, I could only, basically they said I could keep the cabin, but I couldn't keep the big space. And the reason I lived there was, or that I had picked that place, was the opportunity to have sheep. And at that point I was there on a um, temporary residency visa and it was just time to renew it. So I tried that and couldn't renew it because the program or that kind of visa that I had, had ceased to exist since the last <laughs> time I got it, that meant that I had to leave the country. And and like this combination of factors kind of just made me want to, yeah, I was like, Ugh, if Guatemala doesn't want me, <laughs> then
1: yeah. I'll just leave. And it's not to be.
0: Then it's not to be. And so I thought, well, and the pandemic had just started and we didn't really know anything about it yet. There were no vaccines or at least they were not available in Guatemala. So I didn't want to fly. So I decided I'd just go anywhere, somewhere I could drive. Originally, I thought it would be really cool to go back to South America, because the first time I was in this part of the world was Peru many, many years ago. And in theory, you can drive all the way south. There are ferries that take you around the Darien Gap between Panama and Colombia, so between Central and South America. But due to the pandemic, they had closed that, uh, so there were no ferries going, so you wouldn't be able to go by car from cent- uh, from Central America to South America. And Panama is the only Central, America, Central American country I've never been to. And I just wasn't, like it just looked very expensive. Like parts of it looked interesting and nice, but Costa Rica is also, um, I think Costa Rica is the most expensive Central American country, do you know? Well, either- I
1: started in Panama. I started in Panama and moved up through uh, Costa Rica. And the parts that I liked best we're all north of Costa Rica. Yeah. As soon as I got into Nicaragua, if you're coming the opposite direction, it feels like you're less and less in Central America almost as yeah. you go through Costa Rica. And once you're in yeah. Panama, it's like, oh, where am I? Yeah. You know, it's a sort of, it's almost like Latin America diluted almost. It's, it's yeah. sort of a funny. But Panama's cool. I had I had fun in Panama City, but that was yeah. that was back in when Drinky Pete was in Panama and Drinky Pete doesn't remember. A lot of things.
0: Or maybe Drinky Pete can have fun anywhere Who knows? yeah.
1: Well, yes, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Drinky Pete's long, long in the distance yeah. and we'll, we'll never make we'll never make a, a reappearance. Yeah. Oh. There's a cat.
0: Oh, she has a, like she has a big dog bark. And earlier oh. I, I heard Cleo, and Cleo does not have a big dog bark, even though she's big.
1: She, she has a, a low, yeah she's got a low growl she she means business there's no that's what i have saying but how funny she is she has no idea she's funny she takes herself very very seriously yes she but, should <laughs> she <laughs> should as well exactly because that's how you get things done exactly and, and what and, and what number one on the list is get rid of the cats but it's not going to happen
0: well we'll see about that
1: <laughs> we'll see about that is stranger things have happened <laughs>
0: now i lost my train of thought oh right yeah so yeah oh yeah i had that same impression about costa rica like costa rica that was also like several well many i think many because several years ago is when i met you and that was way 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 before then so it must have been many years ago and it was it was like it's pretty it's beautiful nature but it did not have yeah it did have that delusion like weird yeah
1: the, the, the funny thing that i found in costa rica was when you were on a bus as a tourist they they almost were sort of another tourist you know like yeah. it was almost too many whereas yeah. you got into nicaragua and you're back into that sort of like oh yeah. tourist and they're sort of more interested in you know da, 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 yeah. da. and but that's a, really a victim of their own success costa rica
0: like yeah i think costa rica has done really well right and it, it is also i believe is it the only or one of the only countries in the world that does not have a military which is also pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah
1: yeah it wasn't aware of that but yeah. it definitely ring, it rings a bell
0: yeah and i think they've really japan also gone the oh japan doesn't
1: well i don't know what japan uh, were allowed to have or still i don't think they've got a, a navy or no mm-hmm. uh air force but mm-hmm. These are things that would need to be, that would need to be fact-checked.
0: Yeah. Wait, where were we going? Oh, right. So in the end, I decided, well, I'll just go north instead because in Mexico, there are places I've visited before and that I know I like. And I picked Guanajuato as my destination because I wanted a destination to drive to. And there are a couple of criteria, like one of them is temperate climate or tropical mountain climate, where it feels like spring-like all year round it doesn't get too too hot but also doesn't get so yeah. cold that you need to heat your house so in mexico oaxaca been on that list and guanajuato and i picked guanajuato yeah that's how i ended and up how, here how, how
1: long ago did you arrive there
0: a little over a year ago very yeah, good. that i actually do remember i mean i remember that time span
1: <laughs> very good
0: yeah and now like they granted me temporary residency for four years that's why Uh, i four
1: years uh, congratulations is an order for a four-year residency
0: (laughs) yeah and that's why i ended up deciding to stay here after all because uh, my tourist visa was about to expire and i was like well i yeah I, i was kind of ready to leave guanajuato i still am kind of ready to leave guanajuato but um so back then I thought well what beautiful place would I like to live in and it's still like the country that I've chosen for myself where I decided like consciously I want to live there that's still good Amala. Yeah. I just left because of circumstances because of this four-year residency thing that they like that's a new program that I think they invented because of COVID. So if you're already in Mexico, you can let your tourist visa expire and then go to a migration office and argue that you have let your tourist visa expire because you're afraid to travel because of COVID. And they will fine you. And then they may also give you the four-year residency. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what they did. I think most people get it, but not everyone does. It seems a little bit random. I thought, well, that's totally worth trying. I'm going to go for that. And I got it. Very good. It's
1: peace of mind for yeah for, for a length of time you can you can plan better
0: yeah so we'll see we'll see where it takes me next. i i do feel like the guanajuato days are nearing their end especially when i'm thinking about places like the lake where it's green even in the dry season yeah. and here it's very like the the hills around here there are hardly any trees so it's really exposed to the sun so in the dry season it is just everything is brown and dry it feels very Interesting. harsh mm, yeah
1: and with a four-year, can you go back? Can you come mm-hmm. leave Mexico and go back? So you can, you've can, you got that four-year no matter what. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. So, I can, so we'll see. Like this is only, yeah, I can, I get to think about this now. But before I was like, well, I'm just thinking about what I'll do once my visa expires, the tourist visa. So yeah, if it had, like, cool. if, I, if they didn't, if they hadn't approved it, I, w- I would be at the lake now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the lake will always be here.
0: I know. It's good to know that.
1: And how far away are you? You're central Mexico. Mm -hmm. Central, so it's a a couple of days on the bus.
0: Yeah, I guess you'd go to. You can go from the lake to the border, and from the border to San Cristobal, San Cristobal de las Casas. Then you take a bus from San Cristobal de las Casas to Mexico City. Like if you wanted the fastest route, that would be long, like a twelve-hour bus ride, I think, or something like that. Okay. And And no, no, not twelve. Like Probably a little less. I'm inventing. I don't think it's twelve hours, but I'm, it's a long bus ride. And then in Mexico City. You could take another bus from Mexico City to Guanajuato, where I am.
1: Very good. It's a long journey, anyway. Yeah. Though I do, I do like bus journeys.
0: Well, you're very welcome to come
1: have, visit. <laughs> <laughs> we could all pack up. Going from Antigua to here was a mission in itself, with two dogs, three cats, and all our stuff in one van.
0: Wow, and you already yeah you had been there for several years. So the longer you stay exactly. in one place, the more stuff you collect. You the know? more
1: stuff, but the keeping the dogs and the cats separate were,
0: well, oh. the cats just
1: went into in, into boxes into the storage part of the truck, and the dogs got the ride up front, which
0: yeah, is
1: the way, the way it should be.
0: Exactly, but still, <laughs> wow. I mean, you fit everything into one truckload. Yeah,
1: we got everything into one, one, well, one fit and one we have here's dad's car, which is a pretty car that we filled up with stuff. But yeah, it was one, it was one journey. We got it in one, one, one hit, nice. yeah. um, but it's, it was a fun, a, a fun trip and we all got here and now there's more of us because the cats that we have adopted, have given birth. So we have, we have sort of have an unknown number of cats right now. Oh. Two, two, that are, two, two that are officially ours. One that's not officially ours and her kids, which I don't know their status, but uh, they're getting fed um, anyway. So they're getting yeah, yeah. fed. So I, pre- I presume that are ours. Um, but yeah, Sylvia funny saying <laughs> these aren't our cat. These aren't our cats. And then in the rainy season, of course, she's got an old umbrella set up uh, um, out under the bushes. And little blankets on the on the floor with kitten food. So I'm like, yes, these aren't our cats. They, they may not be well. your
0: cats, but you are their humans.
1: Exactly. You wouldn't get better service at the Vision Azul Hotel.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: But as long as the cats are outside, the Anana is happy. So yeah. as you can as you can hear or not hear, she's she's yeah. she's decided that, that the cats are no longer a threat where they are, and she's gone back upstairs to her, her throne.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can hear her happiness, or yeah, I can I cannot hear her happiness. Like I can hear the about, silence of her about, happiness.
1: Exactly. Talk <laughs> about a princess. Her food because she has an allergy, mm. and she, when we got her, the back wasn't good. Well, you could see her skin, her hair, and her chest wasn't really there. How old and is she? She is five, we think, but mm-hmm. we don't know. Elvira sort of thinks she was originally from a Mexican shelter that mm-hmm. uh, a, a canadian girl took that had been returned three oh. times ta- three times apparently to the shelter oh. and she felt very sorry for her and took her to guatemala and then um she is a quite a needy little dog but we have a lot of time the two of us are in the house uh, quite a lot so we had the time to spoil her and she is getting spoiled because the food that she's on is 45 q a pound given 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 that you can buy lomo de res here for 40 (laughs) but it's salmon for sensitive skin and she only eats a tiny bit every day anyway so the skin has got a lot better and less scratching and so the the food is well nice well with the price and it's gonna be that's why it is so expensive because it does the job
0: yeah how much is that in dollars or euros for our listener
1: Forty-five to a pound would be six dollars a pound.
0: Yeah, wow! A good thing that she's a Chihuahua and not a Great thing
1: <laughs> Well, that's it. That's it. You couldn't. We, we couldn't do it here, as For I said. Saint Bernard. <laughs> Saint Bernard. The it would be it would be cheaper to feed her steak.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's and crazy. It wouldn't,
1: cheap. it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be cheap to feed a Saint Bernard steak. <laughs> but she she's doing well. We are we're happy and. She's going to be back on, what do we got, Bravecto, because she's skin issue, what's the name, Acaros, Acaros, whatever Acaros are.
0: Uh, Is that, that's a, I don't know that word, that's a Spanish word, I assume.
1: Yeah, and it's sort of like a, it looks like a psoriasis type thing, and so she's on a pill for that and the, the vet said that this was the best for it and really has made a difference so
0: no i have like i've my dogs are all have been on provecto for years now because it's like i have not found anything that is as effective for
1: fleas right? good. Good and, and tick
0: all. yeah and ticks and yeah. because I like just scrambling around the countryside and even if there's no path, <laughs> ticks are yeah. they're a thing and I don't like ticks. And <laughs> I also don't like picking them off my dog all the time. So just inserting that provecto kill once every three months. <laughs> Good.
1: Well, that's it. It's peace and mind yeah. as well. Yeah, and fleas
0: is because, like, I mean, my dogs interact with the free-roaming dogs and all, pretty much all free-roaming dogs have fleas. And once you have fleas in your house, like, it's really annoying and hard to get rid of them again. Like, it's easy to get them off of your dog, but I think um, their eggs, they survive if you wash the bed and they'll just wait for their next, for the next opportunity. Um, Um,
1: Yeah, we we hate them, as you said. Exactly. The, I find good... Um, success spraying our garden for police oh. definitely if I'm doing the dogs I do the garden at the same time and mm-hmm. if I go out there because like you said you know you're we're 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 in an area where fleas are just yeah it's part of it's part of the ecosystem but even in a in a handheld spray bottle just the the the, the flea killer that they use for sheep and stuff mm-hmm. i just put a couple of drops in that and you just spray spray uh, on the on the grass and good, good success with that someone told me about that because they nest apparently in yeah. in, in, gra- in in grass or wherever they wherever they want. It. If I I'm watering the grass in my shorts and I feel them jump on me, oh. I, know <laughs> I, I, need, I know that I'm near a nest, and they yeah. get blasted. Yeah, that's they're, they're, that's they're, the fate
0: of fleas. Harder, they're,
1: they're they're harder to deal with than ants. Ants I've yeah. had ants is, ants is my battle, but ants you can persuade to go and live somewhere else. Fleas want to be. Yeah, and
0: also like ants, I feel like they're not that fast they're not that chumpy like they're much more likable to me <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, oh, yeah. To, and you can watch them. Yeah. If you're super, if you're super bored, you can.
0: They're super interesting. I mean, like, they're fascinating. Did you know, like, random ant facts, that ants communicate, like, if an ant finds uh, something to eat, it'll go back to its ant's friends, and it'll tell the other ants how to get to that food source by by means of the amount, the number of steps it takes to get there.
1: Ooh, I didn't, and know, they, I didn't know that.
0: They know that because... They did this crazy experiment where they cut off or shortened the, the legs of the ants. And the ants would still take the same number of steps, but would not reach the food source. And then they wouldn't know what to do. Get it. Yeah. Very
1: good. Isn't that crazy? Well, there's, but also- there's interesting ant fact. I've got one. If you added up all the weight of all the people in the world and added up the weight of all the ants in the world, there's more ants. Wow. <laughs> more That's biomass of cool. ants. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i uh, boric acid is the the top tip for ants boric yeah. acid mixed with sugar and leave them to it messes up their communication as well you put mm-hmm, that yeah. stuff in there all their little chemical information are messed up in my chemical gran- warfare
0: my grandmother used to use baking soda for them i don't know if that's if that actually helps um, yeah, but, well, um
1: yeah. I'd, I'd say they wouldn't it wouldn't do them any good
0: probably not yeah <laughs> Well, what do you think? How about we start wrapping up? I also really want to tell our listener at some point, yeah, why we are not, um, why neither one of us has gone back to Europe. Do you consider Northern Ireland Europe or not? Like, I feel yes. like okay, yes. okay, me too. But
1: We'd, you never know. <laughs> we we well, that's it. The uh, yeah, I mean it's it's sort of political, yeah. but um, well, let's. But for. for, for 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 my side of the Northern Ireland, we are pro Europe generally. Yeah. As you know, uh, it's sort of it's it's more of an English thing to be. Yeah. To yeah, consider yeah. themselves. Okay, consider so that's themselves. okay. That's
0: an English thing because I have English friends who will who do not consider them European, uh, themselves European, but also or we used to not consider themselves European, but ever since Brexit. They feel very European because they were against Brexit. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And then you've got the Northern Irish people who would consider themselves British and they wouldn't consider themselves keen because they consider themselves British first. Oh, interesting, and, yeah. And with the South of Ireland being so much more uh, connected uh, politically and financially to Europe, being sort of pro-Europe is almost being sort of more pro-South, almost for some people. Yeah, um, but then that's politics. I don't want to get into. Interesting,
0: interesting. Well, um, um, we'll have to talk about why neither of us chose to go back to Europe at some point in the future.
1: Absolutely, um, I'll I'll have to think. I'll have to think, think about myself why I'm not come back to Europe yet. <laughs> my my own, my my analogy is always, you know, you got the sort of thinking of the person at the office desk dreaming of just. Quitting and going and living somewhere. Yeah, they really want to. I'm yeah. doing that at the minute. And yeah. my my dream my dream is not to, to break out of here and bust into an office job back home. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know if that's sort of just being sort of facetious or not. But um, no, but that is, yeah. it, 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 it's one of the things that I definitely sort of think of. Um because you have your obviously you want to be back home family is my big thing you know That you want to be close to to family so it's 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 complicated isn't, yeah and every isn't everything complicated yes Either, that is such even, a good answer. even even whenever thinking about introductions how did you get here you know you start thinking well how did I get here from where yeah you know from Antigua from guatemala from you know it's funny how the, the turns the turns that are taken yeah where, where 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 do you start from i mean my how did i get to guatemala this time was out on a bike drinking drinking pete was out on a tuesday afternoon dr- drinking while cycling around belfast which is what i like to do and went past a travel agent and went, mm. I wonder if I have anything. And went in. They <laughs> said, I said, what, a, how much for a flight to Guatemala City? And they said, it was like 400 pounds. It was a good, cheap price. And they said, but you have to go on Thursday.
0: Oh, and what day was it?
1: it? This was like Tuesday before. Sorry, it was Thursday <laughs> week. So it was the Tuesday before. I said, okay. So I went out to the closest bar, had another couple of drinks, and went back and said, yes.
0: how many years ago was that
1: that was 2014 so eight eight years ago
0: yeah
1: and yeah i came back started to the house and said i'm going to guatemala when Mm -hmm. next thursday (laughs) and 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 off i went if with with that level of thought going into coming here yeah i don't know how much level of thought could go in in going in going back but as I said, with Elvir's job being a four-year job, I think we're we're sort of committed here for yeah. a while. But you never know. You never. You, know,
0: know. you really don't. Yeah.
1: Never, um, never planned really to be here in the first place. So you never know where where the next ten years will take.
0: But it'll it's a good place to be committed to for at least four years. If well, you have it, to commit to say. anything or any place, the lake is it.
1: The lake the lake it couldn't be any worse. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Um, let's just quickly tell our listener where they can find us so peter is at peter from belfast at gmail.com
1: right peter from belfast at gmail.com and uh, facebook's a good place to get me as well as peter mcgarry you'll see Mm -hmm. me you'll see me with a wee dog
0: for all your dog related needs around the lake
1: all your dog related needs in panacea Pete's Pooches in Panetta. Yeah, no, I need to get the name. And the- you
0: need to get, <laughs> the get a Pete's Facebook pooches. page.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Fully, I need a graphic designer.
0: <laughs> and as for me, you can find me, my website is chrissiestocktraining.com. Chrissy is C-H-R-I-S-S-I, chrissiestocktraining.com. And you can find me on Facebook as Chrissy France, my last name, which I really don't like, but I'm stuck with. Is S-T-H-R-A-N-Z. The reason I don't like it is it has so many consonants.
1: Okay, I was <laughs> and nobody's the, there, no
0: there. Like no one ever no one ever knows how to spell it. Um oh and finally my Instagram is a dog is a bond between strangers. Yeah. And we'll talk to you soon, dear listener. Thanks for hanging there to, with us.
1: Great to chat.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you again, Peter, for doing this with me.
1: <laughs> Not at all. Talk to you soon, Chrissy. We'll
0: talk to you soon.
1: Bye.